right, welcome to this week's walk and talk from the beautiful and yet freezing cold and windy today, Isle of Man. We are at Glen May Waterfall today. So we're gonna be talking about a lot of stuff, everything from this $46 billion that's just been wiped out. We have got banks shedding crazy amounts of jobs, talking about the post office, cash withdrawals, uh, breaking new records. There's so much that we're gonna talk about. Uh, the new boiler tax, UK boiler tax, unbelievable. House price falls, rent rises, EU readiness and new funding for Ukraine, uh, military service, yes. And uh, it's just crazy, I'll save the crazy one for the end. So yeah, today is a cold one. Well, it's cold, but it's windy. That's, that's what really gets you on the island. It's the wind chill. <laughs> My wife said, you gotta put a coat on. Don't go out without a coat on. <laughs> you know what it's like if a uh, husband's watching, you always say, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And then you just go out wearing exactly what you had on. So this is a beautiful area. I thought we'd go here today because we've never been to Glen May for a walk and talk, but my waterfall on my property was crazy absolutely crazy today so i thought we've got to come and see this waterfall here hopefully it's not all closed off but let's look at the water first wow look at that that is some power right there goodness and then let's look at the other side here let's see how far we can go down here and have a look. But let's talk about the first story then, the first article. Banks shed 60,000 jobs in one year alone. That is staggering, 60,000 jobs. Uh, they said this is one of the worst years since the financial crisis. More than 60,000 jobs were eliminated and this reversed all of the hiring post-COVID. The takeover of Credit Suisse by UBS has also resulted in 13,000 fewer roles at the bank because of amalgamation, which is one of the things that happens all the time, by the way. When you get big banks or big companies and they get bigger and bigger, they often make efficiencies or changes to staffing. So that's why you saw another 13,000. Oh, we got a restricted access sign here. Let's take a look at what this says. Okay, restricted access. Well, let's, uh, let's see exactly what we can see. I know it says don't pass any barriers. I think I'm gonna be on my best behavior for today's walk. Some people tried, got really upset on previous walks where I hop over fences and barriers and all sorts, and they wanna report me to the government and the government just, just laugh because they really don't care, especially with all the tourism and the uh, people that I bring to the island. In fact, so many people have moved to the island from my videos over last year. It's crazy. It's, it's, I don't even know how many it is, but it's a lot of people. But let me finish up what I was saying here. The uh, banks then, Wells Fargo eliminated 12,000 jobs. Citigroup cut 5,000 jobs. Morgan Stanley, almost 5,000 jobs. Bank of America, 4,000 jobs. Goldman Sachs, 3,200. JP Morgan Chase, 1,000. Just 
on Wall Street alone, it was over 30,000 job cuts in 2023. I'm quite looking forward to 2024. There's going to be some crazy, crazy events going on. And there's going to be some big opportunities to make money as well. I'm going to cover that on this weekend's investment video on the Patreon. There are some massive, massive opportunities this year now to make some pretty good money. If you're into that, of course, I know some people are not into making money who watch the channel. You just like the news stories. But for those of you who are interested in money, yes, there's going to be some big opportunities coming up. Next story then. Wow, it's, it's really loud here with a waterfall in the background. Post office breaks daily cash withdrawal record amid the cost of living crisis. 62 million pounds was dispensed last Friday on Christmas. So this beat the record set the year before of 51 million pounds. So it's a 20% increase. Absolutely crazy. And yet we also have this story over in Australia about the RBS boss being ridiculed for suggesting that people should be charged for withdrawing cash. Yes, they actually said this. That's how crazy it is. Let me give you a good view of this waterfall here. And this is just one section. There's more further up. Absolutely beautiful. And then it goes down here and it goes round the corner there. It's really nice if you just want to come for a swim or a paddle, I guess, one day. Just come in here. This is the best pool where I'm showing you right here. Don't go for a paddle in that bit. I I've, I've, I've done that before. I won't tell you exactly about the incident, <laughs> but I had a very, very sore butt afterwards <laughs> sliding down there. That's not the best place for a little, a little swim. But yeah, the RBA governor, her name is Michelle Bullock. She's been slammed um, as absurd after she questioned whether Australians should pay to actually use cash, which was the weirdest thing because already banks in the UK charge business customers. Oh, they won't let me go down here today. Okay, guys, I'm going to follow the rules. I'm not going to go under that fence, even though I could quite easily. I'm going to follow the rules. I don't want people getting upset. <laughs> so we're going to find another another path here, hopefully. Otherwise, it's going to be a very short walk and talk here since all the paths are closed. Yeah, the absurdity of asking people to pay money to use money is, is crazy. But that is what's being suggested. Uh, UK businesses, if you actually put in cash, then a lot of the banks charge you now. There's a percentage fee, even on some accounts as well. Every transaction you do, they charge you. I mean, it's crazy how these banks are getting. The number of bank branches in Australia has fallen by 30% in the last five years. And for ATMs, they've decreased from 14,000 all the way down to 6,000 as of last year. Digital currency on the way for sure. But let's talk about this 46 billion that's just been wiped out in equity. This was from 21 SPAC 
companies going bust. And you remember I warned you last year about the SPACs where I said that they won't be able to hold up in an environment of higher interest rate. That forecast has now come true. Uh, the article says at least 21 companies that went public via SPACs filed for bankruptcy in 2023, wiping out $46 billion in equity. And this is according to a Bloomberg report here. Uh, some of the biggest ones you'll know of, WeWork, Lordstown Motors, uh, Virgin Orbit. I'll put them on screen so you can see this image. But there's a lot of these here, App Harvest, Proterra, IronNet, etc., etc. So WeWork was actually the biggest one. That was about $9.4 billion that was wiped out. And if you actually read the report, it's quite interesting because they say there's about 140 SPACs that may go bankrupt in 2024 unless interest rates come down or they get extra funding. But I don't know who's going to want to fund these in this environment of higher interest rates. So if you're invested in any of these SPACs, I'd be very careful. Just check, check with your portfolio manager or if you manage your own stuff. Be very careful because there's another report out from Hudson Labs. 44% of SPACs actually filed annual reports showing warnings. Yes, 44% showed warnings. That is, that is just crazy. That's four and a half out of every 10 of these SPAC companies are letting people know, letting the public know that they might go under. So be very, very careful. SPACs are a ticking time bomb right now. And thousands of UK households then are about to be slapped with a 120 pound boiler tax from basically January, so next week. Worcester Bosch, which is one of the, if, you, if you're not from the UK or Europe, Worcester Bosch makes boilers. Boilers heat the water that goes into the house, either via the radiator system, which we use for uh, central heating. We don't use HVACs and stuff like that that you do in North America. So Worcester Bosch makes these boilers. And what they've said is they've confirmed the cost of the gas boilers will go up by 120 pounds from now, basically. Also, uh, Valent, which is the other main company, they've said their boilers have to go up by 95 pounds as well. So this is due to the new heat pump rollout, which is enforced by the government. And, and one thing I find really weird about the whole thing is government officials, they never use logic and common sense when doing these rollout plans. All they say is, we have to do it. We have to do this rollout. You know, 2025 is the year that that climate change is irreversible and we're all gonna die. And after 2025, or some of them say 2026, it's irreversible. And as I keep saying, wait till 25, wait till 26. They'll just push the date back. So rather than doing this with a bit more logic and common sense and slowing it down and you know introducing things gradually, they're just going all out. And the problem with heat pumps, if you've ever had a heat pump, because I have in an old house, they do not work in winter. When I've had freezing temperatures, the, the heat pump just didn't work. It, it, it didn't get the house up to temperature. And if you've got, say, an old building where there's no cavity wall or, or something like that, and it isn't well insulated, then it, it's not gonna do anything at all. Because some houses you can't insulate. Even with my property, which is over 150 years old, we have to create a cavity inside the room 
in because you can't do it from from outside it's a beautiful uh, well i think a lot of you have seen the property i don't want to talk about it too much but it's a beautiful property you can't insulate it from the outside it is not possible that means you can only do it from the inside using something like a, a cavity wall and then yeah you, your heat pump could could work potentially but if you've got an old victorian terrace house or something like that good luck seriously good luck with a heat pump system because you're going to have to overdo it put way more of these things in just to hold the temperature and then you're going to be using a lot more electricity and the way they're selling these things is based on the cop so it's the coefficiency performance ratio or, or something like that and they're saying that it's better but i personally don't think it is it is better having had one having had lots of different heating systems yeah i'm not i'm not convinced i still like my wood burners i think the wood burners for me are the best way because i've got loads of wood trees i just had two more trees fall down in the storm this week so i've basically got free wood i've got free heating what's more efficient free wood from a, a tree that's fallen and it's just going to sit there and rot or using any other fuel including electricity so that's the way i see it anyway so overall the uk government wants to increase this they want to install another 40,000 heat pumps and make it compulsory in 2024 and then there's a boiler upgrade scheme so they want to phase out these boilers which i do not think is the best idea but anyway each to their own next uk story then house prices to fall in 2024 with rents to rise this is pretty wild they expect house prices to fall by five percent in 2024 in the uk but they expect rents to go up another five to six percent if you're a renter you know exactly what's been happening over the last three years to rent they have gone absolutely crazy and it always makes me sort of laugh when they have the experts on right housing market experts and they talk about these things why have rents gone up and and they just say the most wild things they say they'll blame it on all sorts of things as opposed to what it actually is it's pretty pretty common sense you've got supply and demand is what you always have to look at as well as interest rates so if you've got higher interest rates it makes mortgages more expensive so landlords will put the rent up i mean that's just basic it's very common sense however let's look at it a different way if you had half the population let's just say half the population moved out of the uk and went elsewhere or any country then you wouldn't be able to put the rents up that high because the supply and demand curve will have um, just fallen off basically so what's actually happening as well is that we're having net migration into the uk which the government doesn't want to talk about and on top of that the government is paying for a lot of the new housing so they will basically pay because they're bureaucrats it's not their money if they have to find housing for a lot of people and there's more people falling into poverty in the uk as well british citizens if they have to find a lot more housing then rents go up because of the supply demand curve it's pretty common sense to me anyway next then we've got the eu readying a 20 billion yeah 20 billion euro plan to fund ukraine and sidestep hungary they are saying that it doesn't matter that hungary has vetoed the proposal because they are going to do it anyway and this is exactly what i was talking about where i said you're going to see a lot more of this as 
the EU consolidates power and they decide that they're not going to anymore allow vetoes and allow uh, majority decisions, that it'll eventually be going to the hands of a few people. So this is what they're calling the five. We don't know who the five will be, but they won't be elected, that's for sure. So that's what they are looking to do. As Washington, so US, is putting forward a G7 plan to confiscate $300 billion of Russian assets. And this plan is, of course, backed by the UK. And then we've got Japan and Canada. Germany, France, Italy and the EU have expressed reservations and they say we need to carefully assess the legality of confiscating Moscow's assets. That's interesting. They didn't say that before. It always makes me laugh when they use the word confiscate as well. It's not confiscating. If you take something from someone else, and again, I'm not going to get into the morality of it all because you all have different views on the Russia-Ukraine thing. But if you confiscate someone's money, let's say that you're a, you know, a Russian citizen or whatever it is, that is, you're not, if you're not going to give it back, it's not a confiscate, it's a theft. You know, it's, it's the theft of money, putting all the, again, the ethics and morality to the side. That is what that is. And for the US to not understand why Europe doesn't want to do this with another 300 billion, I think it's short-sighted. It's obvious they are on the doorstep of Russia. What do you think would happen? You think Russia's going to go after the US or are they going to go after the people that are their neighbors who have done these things? It's obvious to me anyway. And talking of being on the doorstep, Germany is considering bringing back military service. So they want to, well, they're talking about bringing back conscription after they abolished it and said it was a mistake. And this is because they are struggling to actually recruit more soldiers. They've done a big press release on this. They're saying that people aren't wanting to join the military like they expected. And I think it's probably because of what's going on with Russia, Ukraine. It's all on the doorstep there. Uh, about 4,000 young men and women are called up every year and draft dodgers have been put in jail, it says. They want to increase their military from 180,000 today to more than 200,000 by 2030. Yes, that same year. But let's end with a pretty wild one then as we head back today. New California law requires stores to carry gender-neutral toys. You know, the irony of this is that if you've ever seen the Babylon Bee, it's sort of satire. Sometimes it's, it's pretty funny. They actually did uh, a meme or whatever you want to call of this a while back. Let me see if I can throw it on screen. It says, California bill prohibits stores from selling toys that don't actively confuse children's sexuality. And they posted that back in Feb of 2020. So again, it's meant to be a joke. It's meant to be satire. And then what do we have now? three and a half almost four years later we actually have this coming through so this is california law of course it's california stating that any store with more than 500 employees have to carry gender neutral toys or face state fines and the fines could be staggering gavin newsom of course it's going to be him claims that this is only right to fight injustice. What injustice? <laughs> what injustice does that solve? I, I'm really not sure. Uh, you know, the words they use sometimes, justice. 
<laughs> using the word justice. Is that what it actually means? No, they should look up the word what justice actually means. But anyway, it's been another weird, wild week here. News has been strange. We're just coming up to New Year now. I won't post another video until the New Year. And then it'll probably be a few days after that, actually. But I'll be in Thailand then. Nice warm weather, which is good because it is pretty cold here. But I don't actually mind the cold. And I've said that a lot. I don't mind the cold. I don't mind the wet and wind. And this week I've been drenched working with the guys on the property. We just had so many things occur. We even had a, a, a leak in the roof, which turned the lounge in the main house into a swimming pool. Uh, and you know, you can't just leave it. You've got you've to try and fix it there and then, even when it's pouring down with rain like I haven't seen in a long time. And then we had major flooding one day at the house, uh, which knocked out the electrics, knocked out the boiler. So the boiler stopped working. We had no heating for two days. <laughs> we couldn't put electric heaters on. So we're absolutely freezing. Um, but, you know, these are just the things. If you've renovated a really old house, you know what it's like. This is what you, this is what you go through sometimes. It's part of the, the process, part of the joys, I guess we can say, of renovating a really, really old house. You're going to have problems. These problems are going to come up. We just got to get on with it. It will all be worth it in the end. So that is it for this week. I will see you next, probably a, a walk around somewhere in Thailand. I'm going to avoid the park. Those, um, well, the, what were those things last time? Komodo dragons or something <laughs> that you guys warned me about. Uh, uh, that, was, that was funny. That was a funny, funny clip. I thought I was about to get eaten by an alligator. But anyway, we'll wrap up there. Thanks for being online. Take care. God bless you. God bless your families. And I'll see you next week.